I went through a journey where I had estrogen dominance, I had low T, and I had to work for a long time on naturally balancing my hormones. So I would love to dig in with you and talk about um, just the importance of women understanding their hormones and really if they don't have any clue on how their hormones affect other areas besides fertility, um, what would you say? Uh, hormones are um, something that that word is thrown around a lot, right? People know about hormones. Oh, it's a hormone problem. Hormone imbalance. These are just so uh, just flippantly used in, in in wellness, but around social media and just people's awareness as far as pop culture and pop wellness goes. But the reality is there are, it's actually really, really serious. And anybody struggling with hormonal problems, it will wreck the quality of your life. Um, and these are things that I have a heart for and a passion for because I see people's lives really kept back from living the life that they want to live. They don't have the energy to live the life that, that they were created for. They don't, they can't engage fully in their relationships. They don't, they, so much is wrecked just from this hormone thing that's used, made so fluffy and, and it's not that big of a deal. Just take this pill, see you later, or it's just hormone imbalance, or it's, it's part of a larger, I think, delegitimization of women of, well, it's just hormones. And they don't realize actually what the gravity of that really does to someone's quality of life. And, you know, if you're doing all the things your doctor's telling you to do, but you're still struggling, I think that um, we need to ask questions. And just because something's common doesn't necessarily mean it's normal. And many people's every day is fatigue. Many people's every day is hair loss. Many people's every day is stubborn weight gain and anxiety and depression and all this stuff. And they're just pushed aside and told you're just depressed, take these antidepressants, or you're just getting older, or you're just a new mom, all these well-intentioned, maybe well-intentioned reasons as to how the heck you could be having symptoms despite these quote unquote normal labs. It's just, I can't settle for it. And my patients can't settle for it. This is just not enough not enough of an answer to just say, this is your lot in life and there's nothing you can do other than taking this pill and see you later. And even if that pill is a, th a thyroid replacement hormone or hormone replacement therapy with estrogen and progesterone or testosterone, if you're doing all those things, but your hormones still feel imbalanced, if you're doing all these things and still have symptoms, there obviously we're not looking in the right place or we're not doing enough. So this is what I, my main focus, this is what I, the people I talk to, I get to talk to them 10 hours a day. I talk to people around the world. We actually started one of the first functional medicine telehealth centers. Um, so for over 12 years, I've been talking to people via webcam, we drop ship labs to them and we get to find these answers. And it's this bittersweet thing where the last thing you want to say is like, you have all these things that are wrong with you, but honestly, they already know something's not right with them. They already have that intuition that they're being told there's nothing wrong with them. So if anything, it's this happy cry that happens of like, okay, yeah, I wasn't crazy. Thank you very much. And now I can see it on paper. I can be validated why I feel the way that I do. And now I have objective data as a baseline because we have to know what we're dealing with to do something about it. So it's actually quite exciting because it's not shooting in the dark or like, well, just take this pill. I guess this is what it is. We know as definitively as we can know, this is why you feel the way that you do. And it's normally a confluence of factors. It's not just one thing but it's a myriad of different hormonal gut microbiome, immunological immune uh, issues that we deal with. So I guess 
that was a little bit of a tangent, but if your hormones are not working well, nothing's working well. So it's going to impact everything from your head to your toes. And that, that interconnected dance, that sophisticated dance of the different systems of your body, our systems of our body are integrated because and from hormones. So there are those little physiological emails that communicate our body. So our gut and our brain and our brain and our, our ovaries, or our brain and our thyroid, our brain and our adrenal glands, all of these things are constantly and dynamically communicating with themselves through hormones. So if those little physiological emails are not working well, our body's not speaking to it to itself. So that can create a whole host of different problems. What have you found to be the most common causes of hormone imbalance so people can can connect the dots there? So the, when we're talking about the endocrine system or the hormonal system, the main things that we're looking at here is the hypothalamic pituitary axis with the endocrine system. And we're really understanding, we want to look and understand the whole pathway of that hormones physiology or that whole hormones uh, metabolism, how it's utilized in the body, basically. So in functional medicine, my job is to really follow that, that hormones whole communication line with the rest of the system. So there can be a breakdown at any point of that commute, that hormones uh, metabolism pathway. So for example, the th and when I, let me just talk about all the main hormones that we look at thyroid hormone, testosterone, estrogen, progesterone, and cortisol. Those are the main ones. So for the thyroid, just using that alone as an example, it starts with the hypothalamic pituitary thyroid axis or what is my brain saying to my thyroid? So we measure that basic thyroid test that everybody gets on their basic GP or basic endocrinologist. They run a TSH thyroid stimulating hormone. That is a pituitary hormone. Actually, it's not a thyroid hormone. It's what's your brain saying to your thyroid. So, so thyroid stimulating hormone, as its name implies, it's when the brain is saying, Hey, thyroid work more. If the thyroid hormone, if TSH is up, it's inversely proportional to typically to thyroid hormone function. So if a high TSH would denote low thyroid function, probably if the brain's speaking properly to the thyroid. And then from that point, your body reduces T4. It gets its name from a tyrosine protein and four iodine molecules, and then has to convert T4 to T3. Uh, and that's activating the thyroid hormone. And then 80% of that conversion happens in the liver converting T4 to T3 or activating that thyroid hormone. And 20% of that conversion happens in the gut. And then the T3 has to get onto the cell receptor site. So there's a thyroid receptor site. So to answer the question, what is the main cause of hormone problems? It's so different for so many people because there could be a breakdown with the HPT axis, meaning there's hypothyroidism secondary to pituitary hypofunction, which is just a big wordy way of saying your brain's not speaking to your thyroid. So for those people, their TSH is going to look pretty normal to actually hyperactive there. It's going to be a normal to low TSH because the brain's not actually speaking to the thyroid. But when you run a full thyroid panel, all the thyroid hormones are low or close to being low. They're, they're either on the low end of normal or they're low. So that's a brain-based issue, not a thyroid issue. And then you go to the next step of the thyroid hormone physiology metabolism. It's, it's the conversion. 
Is the body converting? Is it activating T4 into T3? So is that a liver issue, a gut issue, or both? Is there a nutrient deficiency that inhibits the conversion? Like the body uses selenium, for example, to convert T4 to T3. So is that the problem? Uh, and then it goes to, I mean, obviously the gut, it can definitely inhibit T3 conversion. So we have to look at gut health there. And then the cell receptor site, there can be something called high reverse T3. So basically the body converts T4 to T3. Too much of this reverse T3, which is kind of this unusable analog of T3, it can act like T3, but be unusable. So it actually occupies the receptor site, blunting the thyroid hormone. And then what's the most common cause of low thyroid function in the West? It's autoimmune thyroid issues. So it's Hashimoto's disease and Graves disease. So that's when the immune system actually thinks the thyroid hormone is a virus or bacteria and is attacking it, something called molecular mimicry, sort of the case of mistaken identity. So that's just the thyroid hormone, let alone all the other hormones too. The point is seeing TSH above 4.5 on a lab and saying, you know, you have a thyroid problem, take this thyroid replacement hormone, see you later. We don't ever ask the question in conventional medicine, it's never asked, why do you have the problem in the first place? It's not a synthroid deficiency. Like why do we have the problem in the first place? And that applies to estrogen, that applies to progesterone, that applies to testosterone. It's these things don't happen in a vacuum. So when we're 30 years old or 35 years old or 45 or 55 years old, why is this thing happening? And why wasn't always there? And we, we just aren't curious enough to ask the question. Well, the conventional medical system's typically not curious enough because they're trained to diagnose the disease and match it with a medication. So it's not that the doctor's being nefarious or evil. It's not that at all. They're trained to do their job actually really, really well. But once they've given you that medication, that's their tool in their toolbox. At that point, it's superfluous because they ran all the labs. They've given you what they've given you. Now at that point, it's basically see you later. I mean, they've exhausted all the options and that's typically where we come in. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.